When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, good morning. Welcome in. Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. This interview is powered by Sound and Communications. The leader in sound systems for football fields and baseball fields and arenas and amphitheaters, gyms, and also video walls from Ingalls Shipyard to your law firm or technology firm. Soundcomab.com. Mike D on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Mike D, uh, how surprised were we? Know both teams are good, but how surprised were you that the 49ers took it to the Eagles the way they did this past weekend? Yeah, I thought the 49ers would win, and I thought they'd win by more than a touchdown, but nothing like this. This was total dominance on both sides of the football. They were the more physical team, and you could see it up front. You rather see the Eagles sort of pushed around, uh, and that's what you saw Sunday. They really were pushed around on both sides of the football. So that surprised me. And the Eagles have a great record. But have they played great? No. They played good to very good. But, man, the 49ers, if they healthy, to me, they clear cut that if they can stay healthy, they're the best team in the NFC. And the Eagles got a fist fight on their hands now with the Cowboys to win the NFC East. When you look at, do you think the 49ers are the best team in football, period? <laughs> they're the best team in the NFC. Uh, oh. I think that's clear cut. They're the best team in the NFC. Uh, in the AFC, you can make a pretty strong argument for a couple teams. Uh, Baltimore being one of them, uh, that uh, that they can get in the ring. Uh, because it's a one-time deal. You don't see a guy like Lamar Jackson a lot, okay, that can run and extend plays like he can. And he puts a lot of pressure points on you defensively, a lot. But I would say is clear-cut 49ers best team in the NFC when they're healthy. A big question mark for me would be the two-spot now. Because while the Eagles' record is better than the Cowboys, um, man, it, I think that margin is really close between the two of them. Okay. Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV New Orleans, NFL insider, college football too. He joins us on Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. All right, let's continue to chip away at this. So Mike D's right with the 49ers. And then it gets kind of muddied up here, which is fun down the stretch. You got the Eagles, you got the Cowboys. Now, Mike D, this is another team that I'm intrigued with. Would you put the Lions in there? No. I okay. think it, they're clear-cut fourth. They, they don't have the, the horses on defense. Uh, my thing about it is uh, 
take out Aiden Hutchinson, and I think for a lot of Saints fans, they know who Alex Anzalone is. Tell me uh, five of the rest of the nine starters on defense. That's a good point. Okay. Uh, well, you could you could do that for the Cowboys. You could do it for the Eagles. You could do it for the 49ers. The Lions uh, are an explosively built team on offense because um, they run the football very well. With, I think an outstanding offensive line, one of the top four in pro football, and they've got some weapons. Uh, with Amon Ron St. Brown, uh, Jamison Williams now is uh, is healthy. And Sam Laporta at tight end. Defensively, they don't get a real consistent pass rush. Their secondary isn't up to par with some of the other teams in the NFC. Not having uh, C.D. Deuce, Chauncey Garner-Johnson is a big loss for them because they brought him in to be the playmaker on defense, to be able to get turnovers. And now he's been hurt. Anzalonia stayed healthy, and he's had a big season, but now he's down. So I, I would think they're the clear-cut fourth team okay. uh, in the NFC. While they're an explosive offensive team and a very physical team uh, on offense, defensively, other than Hutchinson, could you name me one other guy that you could say would be a clear-cut starter for any one of the other three teams? Nope. No. So that answers the question. They had a clear-cut number four team in the NFC, but you know what? They catch you on the day that they can score points. you got troubles with them. That's a good point, Mike. In a one-off on the weekend, uh, they can beat in, any of the – well, maybe outside of the 49ers, but any, any of those teams because they are that dangerous if you catch them on the wrong day. That's a great point. And the other thing, too, is – and you and I have talked about this a lot. People talk about a lot that, you know, you find out people a lot about someone when adversity hits. And partially that's true. You want to really find out about somebody, give them success, how they handle it. The Lions have never walked down that success aisle. True. And now this is all new to them. How they handle it down the stretch and come playoff time. It is a totally different world. You might say, well, football is football. Every game is. No, it's not. You say that you, you don't know anything about the game. Come playoff time, it's a totally different situation on how you handle it. And never having done that before, uh, I, for me, that's the most interesting part of Detroit. Dan has been in that spot before, the head coach. But, you know, the other guys, player-wise, and golf's been involved. But it's more individual, never as a team. And sometimes you don't understand that while regular season play is one level, when come playoff time, it's ratcheted up. Because you know what? You lose, you go home. Yeah. Uh, I don't see you again until August. Mm. Okay, Saints, um, they were getting blown out this weekend, made a run at it, Detroit closed it out. Uh, handicap the future of Dennis Allen for me, Mike D. Well, he's got to win out the rest of the games. I mean, uh, and like, like the schedule is difficult. Come on, you, look, you're paying 
the Panthers and a, a rookie quarterback. Their defense is solid in Carolina, but they can't score. Uh, then you play in the Giants with, with Danny DeVito's uh, brother, Tommy DeVito, uh, at quarterback. Uh, they've been lousy all year long. The Rams are the tough out in L.A. And, and listen, I, I give them full credit. I think this is one of Sean McVay's best coaching jobs. For what he's got on that team and what he's been able to get out of them, now the key there is Matthew Stafford. If he's healthy, then that's a difficult game. And then you close it out against the NFC South teams, uh, Tampa Bay and then the Falcons. Come on, it's there for the taking. But the season is quickly drawing to an end, Bo. You can't continuously say, well, we close and we're almost there. Well, okay, <laughs> look how deep you are into the season. And this is a veteran football team. It's not a young team anymore. They're one of the oldest teams in pro football. You've got experience here. Just they have not been able to get it done. And if it's not, they, if this team doesn't make the playoffs with this type schedule, then major changes have to be made on this team. Mm. And the Saints can put all the spin they want on it. Okay, that's their job. Okay? Then it's always said, oh, well, you know, we try to keep everything positive within the organization. That's great for them. But from the outside, you can see what's happening here. You fix one thing and something else breaks. It was red zone efficiency for weeks. They fixed that part, but your defense is getting gashed. Okay? Uh, this is de- that's Dennis Allen's wheelhouse, defense. And you can't spot a team 21 points, not a team like Detroit, and expect you're going to come back and win. That That's really difficult in this league. So, uh, man, it's there for them. The schedule is you will never in your lifetime have an easier schedule and the way it's set up quarterback-wise that you got to play against. But you gotta you got to win those games. You can't just talk about it. Mm-hmm. If not, then you got to make major changes on this team. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics, before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Mm. Well, I think that's happening. And boy, they got to be frustrated as as much success as they've had with, like you said, the schedule that they, they drew and the quarterbacks that they will have faced 
or lack thereof uh, yeah, throughout I, I, the season. I think you used the right term, total frustration. Mm. And you hear it in the voices of the players and the coaches that the frustration is that, you know, they have enough talent to win, but something is amiss here. Something is wrong here. That there's a disconnect that they have not been able to piece this together in the easiest schedule I've ever seen in the history of the Saints. Mm-hmm. All right. Who, you know, we mentioned the 49ers and the Eagles and the Cowboys and the Lions. Is there any, is there any other team you're keeping an eye on that like, Hey, this team may can make a run in the next four weeks and, and mess with somebody as a wild card at home, disrupt Good someone. Day. Okay. Uh, and the reasoning why is they have eight former first-round picks on defense. You got some talent accumulated there. Uh, now again, the problem is the inconsistency you see on offense. Uh, Jordan Love, I mean, when he's good, he he looks pretty good. <laughs> but then there's other times you shake your head about and wow, what is he doing throwing the ball? They got a group of really talented young receivers. And two tight ends they picked uh, that also have some talent. And they run the football with some efficiency. All that all plays into that they've got enough talent to make this interesting down the stretch, the Packers. They really do. Because definitely they have accumulated a wide variety of talent on defense. Eight former first-round picks on defense, that, that's – you've stacked. Uh, now, I, I questioned early on about Barry as a defensive coordinator. I thought he didn't quite use his talent maybe the way he should have, but I think as the seasons went along, they have yeah, had their moments where they've really played well. It's It's been the – question mark at quarterback with, with Jordan and, and how well he, he'll handle that down the stretch. But we saw Sunday night uh, against a really good Kansas City defense. I'll say this, their offense isn't nearly as good as we've seen in years past uh, with the Chiefs because of the wide receiver position. But defensively, they were playing really good football. And I thought the Packers, man, they moved that football up and down the field against them really did a great job. So uh, I think Green Bay would be the team to watch. Really do. Uh, I think that's a spot. And in the NFC South, watch the Tampa Bay Bucks. They are also another team that's got eight either former first or second round picks on defense. Now, how far can Baker Mayfield and that offense go? Because they don't run the ball extremely well, but you got Chris Godwin and Mike Evans at wide out. You're going to stretch some teams vertically. Can they run the football? Tampa may be another team that may be a spoiler for somebody down the stretch because at times they played pretty well this year. They really have. And I don't think anybody thought that they would be have this many wins and down the stretch, that schedule is really not that difficult. Mike Detillier on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. 
is is Mike Evans wide receiver for Tampa Bay? Is he a Hall of Famer, Mike? Yes. Ten, okay, ten straight years over a thousand yards. Absolutely. Uh, now a lot of Saints fans don't like him because he's been <laughs> in some battles with Marshawn Lattimore. But man, when you put up that type of consistency year in year out, and that, man, it for me that's Hall of Fame material. What he's been able to do in the NFL. He's a tall drink of water, and he's learned how to use that size and that length uh, to win battles downfield. And he's got some scoot after the catch. He really does. Uh, he was a very good former prep basketball player that before Texas A&M came in late, he was a verbal commitment to Tulane. Wow. Yeah. He didn't have a ton of offers. He was, he was going to come to New Orleans and play for uh, Tulane University. So uh, uh, Texas A&M got in late on him, and he was a great pickup. And him and Manziel, that was a pretty strong team that they had for throwing the football and also running it. But uh, I think Mike Evans, what he's done is that's quite remarkable in this league because he, he broke his own record. It was nine straight years, and he broke his own record this week going now 10. Uh, wow. For, it's, it's remarkable what he's been able to do in a league that tries to take out the best offensive player from game plans. Mike Evans been able to work that and beat it. Wow. Mike Detillier, NFL insider on the Out of Bounds show and the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Mike, would you take, uh, they're both great, but I just, if you're the GM, would you take Debo Samuel or A.J. Brown? Okay, you broke up a bit. If you're a general manager this morning and you had a choice between Debo Samuel and A.J. Brown, which one would you pick? Oof, that's a toughie. Um, because of his versatility, I'd probably give it to Debo. It, it would depend on what my offense looked like. Uh, but, uh, man, both of them are very similar type players, uh, to be honest with you. Very similar. And, and how they play the game, their physicality, they'll be able to run the football after the catch. I've always looked at, at A.J. as a guy that's a running back playing wide receiver. And Debo is a running back playing wide receiver. So uh, very similar in a lot of different areas. Uh, probably lean toward Debo only because of the way the 49ers use him. Fair enough. Uh, in sort of dual roles where the – not necessarily that's the case with the Eagles, with A.J. Both are fantastic players, though. Mike Detillier on the Out of Bounds show. Um, Mike, what was your reaction? I mean, everybody, some people freaked out. Some people said, hey, you had to use the bylaw to keep Florida State out and, and, and put Alabama in to make it more compelling and, and more competitive. What was your reaction to Bama in, FSU out? Saturday night when I watched Florida State, the aesthetics of the visual made me believe Alabama was getting in. Uh, Jordan Travis, a healthy one, then Florida State's in. But that's not what you saw, and that's not what you would see uh, in the Final Four. So uh, you look at Alabama. They beat a team that's won 29 straight games, back-to-back national championships. Um, If you watch that game, who looked to be like a notch above? And it was a close game, 
<laughs> but didn't Alabama look like the better team? Oh yeah, yes. And so, and, and two, you you got to consider the fact. Okay, nothing's fair in life. Okay, <laughs> nothing's fair. Uh, that keeping the SEC out of it, and the greatest head coach ever in college football, in Nick Saban, and look what they had just accomplished. They had beat Georgia. And with the string that they had pieced together, back-to-back national championship teams, it would have been really difficult to do it. But the aesthetics of watching Florida State offensively, I think for a lot of those committee members, I agree. uh, You know, this isn't good. You know what was the greatest example if they made the right choice? The visual of watching when they announced it, and the Michigan players and coaches sitting there. <laughs> we talked about that. Yeah, you, man, it was like, what? We got to play them. Uh, you know, reality check came in real fast. Because I've said all year long, I thought Michigan looked like the best team in college football. Down the stretch, it for me came down to Alabama or Georgia, the winner of that. I tell you what, you talk about a game. It is set up perfectly uh, with this uh, Alabama-Michigan showdown. It is really set up uh, for the NCAA. And you know what? They they sort of used the Vince McMahon philosophy of years ago when when everybody watched pro wrestling. It was it doesn't matter the publicity, good or bad. It helps us. For college football now, in a world where gambling is plays a big part in it, and a lot of people don't like to hear it, but, Bo, you know it's true. Absolutely. It has lifted up every pro uh, sport because people, have a t- they want to put coin on it. That matchup, man, is going to be huge to watch and huge to gamble on. We'll and leave it there. Listen, that's nothing against Texas, Washington, Alabama, Michigan. There's a lot there to watch, and the side stories of that, with Harbaugh being suspended yeah. for a big portion of the season, this may go down as one of the greatest coaching jobs Nick Saban's ever done. It's not like what we've seen from Alabama teams in the past. There's been a lot of hiccups along the way, but he's been able to figure it out exactly how to get them to this point, okay? And you can mess up sometimes, but it is all about the end result. Didn't Alabama's feeling is we just got to get into the final four and we'll figure it out from there. Mm -hmm. And that's what he's been able to do. And it's always been something with Nick about the journey – it's never going to be smooth, but it's to get to the end point, and that's what they've been able to do. And I think one of the greatest coaching jobs Nick Saban has ever done as a head coach at Michigan State, at LSU, at Alabama, this has to go down as one of the top two or three, if not maybe one, for what he had to replace at a critical position at quarterback unsure of what Milro was going to bring to the table because he sat him earlier in the year and to see his growth as a player. In a lot of ways, Milro reminds me 
of what I saw from Jane Daniels a year ago. Okay. All right. I like that. Okay. We're going to leave it there. Mike Detillier, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans, on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Mike D., uh, keep Bobby Bear straight, and have a good week. Well, I appreciate the good week. I don't know about the other part. <laughs> See you, Mike D. All right. At Mike Detillier on Twitter. Uh, that was great. Give So his Fab Five, real quick, in the NFC, Mike D's is uh, 49ers, Eagles, Cowboys, Lions. Watch out for the Packers. Watch out for the Packers. Who saw that coming? At their defense, and he was right. What did I say to you yeah. right before he said it? Their defense. You said no one's talking about the defense. Right, Mike because D. we love you and I both, everybody else, we love offense. Of course. That's what gets the beers flowing. Quarterbacks you know? and wide receivers and tight ends and red zone and all that. Yeah. Green Bay, and again, well run. They're not flashy, but here they are again. Right general manager, right personnel guys, know who they are, and they got a pretty pretty nice roster. Yeah, yeah. And they're young dudes coming around. They could be dangerous, no doubt about it. We are the Out of Bounds Show, brought to you by Dr. Kirk Jeffries, eye care professionals for cataract surgery. <laughs> 